the Lord have a sweet, heavy food for us to eat tonight. But sincerely, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to finish this meal. But the Spirit of the Lord will help us. Amen. I want you to pay attention to what the Lord is doing tonight. And I want you to pay attention to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Please, don't focus on me. See beyond me. Fix your eyes on the Lord. Even as you are listening to me, ask the Holy Spirit, what are you saying? What are you doing? Is this word mine? Are you dealing with this part of my life? Because the Holy Spirit is going to cut you in pieces. But I want you to be ready and open to surrender. We live in a very crucial time that most of us, we don't really understand. Do you know the enemy is out to destroy? There are forces that have been released in the world. There is so many deception. There are so many apps coming up. There are so many things that is happening all over the world that could distract you and draw you into that place of lukewarm spirit. If you fail, if you fail to dive deep into a place of prayer, I tell you, even if you're a general, you will fall. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. See, this is place that I live. I know one hour that the spirit of the Lord is calling you. Come, let's communion. You don't understand why he's calling you. He's calling you because the enemy is out to unleash an attack. He wants you to prevent. The attitude of prayer warrior is one who can stop them before they stop him? See, the enemy want to stop you. But can you stop them before they stop you? The one who sang a song said, I will pray, I will pray. If I don't pray, Satan will make mess of me. The Lord is calling us back. The Lord is calling us back. I just want us to journey from the book of Luke 8. We read from uh, verse number 43. Can we have that on the screen? Abashalabadeyana 
said, I want you to read along with me. A woman in the crowd have suffered for 20 with what? Constant bleeding. And she could found no what? Cure. Ouch. This woman, she's been suffering with the issue of blood for complete 12 years she's been bleeding she have at source all her options she found no cure can you reflect back some certain incident that have took place in your life that linger to leave and you thought those are just a coincidence or it happened by chance. No. These are what prayerlessness allowed to take place. <laughs> but there is a good news. Even when you run out of options, God never run out of option for you. Even when you have given up upon yourself, God has not given up on you. You might have said, I don't know what to do again. I have tried all I could. But yet, I see no result. I have invested all I have. There is no result. God asks me to tell you in the atmosphere of revival there is an option that he is coming to heal, to deliver and to set free. You know when Pastor Sijo was declaring healing I just like Holy Spirit thank you. Thank you. This is to show how we are sinking the spirit. What I want to talk about today is about healing how God has come out to heal you you know I, I, I titled my sermon determination determination what have you determined to do that's what really matters sometimes we take decision on what we want to do those are not even in the will of God. Those this determination is not even close to what God is planning for us. Can we go to the next verse, please? Coming up behind Jesus, she tore the fringe of the rope. Immediately, 
the bleeding stopped. The Lord is asking you wherever you think you are right now, you think you are so down or you thought, oh, there is no hope. Jesus is here. The wind of revival is blowing. But the question is, are you willing to push up? Push up in your place of prayer. Push up in the word. You sit, you study. Let me tell you, fasting without scripture, prayer without scripture is empty words. The realm of the spirit doesn't hear verbal words. What they hear is the written words. Jesus said to Satan, it is written. Even the devil could not go out of the scripture. He has to. Are you willing to push up? Is it coming behind Jesus? She was pushing. Yes, there might be a lot of crowd. This same thing happened to your life. Every one of us experienced it. Sometimes you are going through issues. You are like, my pastor doesn't have time for me. My pastor is too busy. You know, you complain that my spiritual sister, she's not concerned. Let me tell you, another day with Jesus is there waiting for you to receive your healing. Are you pursuing that word that comes every morning? That word is so fresh waiting to heal you. But you are waiting to meet the man of God in close. Close proximity. Don't most of the time bring result. You can still stay far and receive what is yours. It's your hunger that do you know how much hunger can cause men to stand up for you? She said, I don't care how, how much crowd that is here. The, the people are pushing her. There are so many noises. This, this crowd that you are seeing, there is noises, confusion, doubt, you know, distraction that is coming around you but she's saying I know you are here I can see you but I'm still going to go behind I'm still going to push upwards I'm not going downwards the crowd is pushing but she's pushing back are you ready to push you don't say ah Lord I'm tired I don't know what to do again I'm going to give up don't give up on yourself There is freedom just one inch before you. Do you know the moment you want to give up, your blessing is just, let's say you want to, someone is saying, I'm giving up tomorrow. If, if I go for this, 
interview, I don't get this job. I don't know. This is what the Lord is saying. If I go for this interview, I don't get this job. I'm going to stop. I'm not going again. But let me tell you, after that, it's your blessing. You don't know. You said, I'm not going again. I'm tired. But Lord is saying, when you go this one, this is not yours, but the next one is yours. It takes your enthusiasm, your hunger to go the next step. The scriptures say, as soon as she touched, as she, she touched Jesus, her bleeding stopped. Whatever that you are suffering from, whatever pain you are going through, no matter what is happening to you, hear me and hear the voice of God. Your hunger has stopped this bleeding. That bleeding has come to an end. There is no more bleeding. There is no more pain. There is no more complaint. Everything you have taught, this is too much. That has come to an end. Oh, this issue. There are things... See, addiction has no power over you. Fear. You see, it's written there. Worries, fear, has no power over you. It can't overpower you. As long as you are here in this house and you are pushing forward and you just touch the fringe of the rope of Jesus. It has come to an end. Verse 45. Now look at what happened here. The scriptures say, this is Jesus responding. Who touched me? Jesus asked. Everyone denies it. And Peter said, Master, this whole crowd is pressing up against what? Against you. <laughs> the word I speak, the word the Lord is releasing is for some people here. Are you are you able to grasp that word with the revelation the Lord has given to you? Imagine among everyone in the crowd just as we are seated here now you didn't let distraction to take your mind off. You are saying Lord I can see these areas of my life. I know you are touching me. 
I know this attitude is coming to an end. I know this lack is coming to an end. I know this fear is coming to an end. I know this worry has come to an end. As you declare it, the Bible said, and Jesus turned and asked, who touched me? Because there is a flowing power of the Holy Ghost in this house. There is a moving power of the Holy Ghost that is touching. I may the Lord enables you to grab this word that every spirit of deception, every spirit of lies, every spirit of compromisation will flee from you. Ah. See, the Lord wants to deal with characters. The Lord is dealing with characters. Let me tell you what I hear in the spirit. Your words are very negative that it cuts people when you speak. And your word hurts people so badly that whenever they see you, they run. But the Lord is saying, if you can allow me. I'm sorry to put it in this way. I, I cannot fail God. He's my master. I have to speak his word. He said, I'm here to deal with that issue of that negative words. I'm here to change your mode of thinking. See, th there is Ah, Holy Ghost. You always conceive negative things. Ah. May the Lord help us. You know, when you don't allow God to deal with you, your character, revival starts with characters. Revival starts with your character. Uh, you, you are craving Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost, I need anointing. Ah, are you serious? And the Lord is saying, what kind of words are you using towards people? What kind of mindset do you have towards others? Do you have the love of Christ in you? Do you have the personality of Christ whom you were asking, envied me? Ah! In the atmosphere of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Ah. I'm the atmosphere of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. When nothing is impossible, no disease incurable. In the atmosphere, I'm the atmosphere of Jesus. Ah, 
flow flow heal heal break that chain break that chain ah ah take the course ah take the course cleanse my lips here I am take the call cleanse my lips here I am take the call cleanse my lips here I am here I am oh This is what this woman was singing to Jesus. She didn't go back into her home with that issue of blood waiting for Jesus to come to her house. She stood up. She said, I'm fed up of these things I'm singing. Are you tired of the situation? What are those things that you see in this nation that you don't like? When are you going to stand on your feet? And said, Lord, here I am. Use me. <laughs> you know, you might not really understand that this woman, she did not just receive healing. Hmm? Let's go to the next verse. I want to show you something. Verse 46. He said, but Jesus said, someone deliberately touch me for I felt what healing power going Aish. the question is are you deliberate in your pursuit say, Lord, I love you. I, I need more of you. But we are not deliberate in what we are doing. We are asking for healing. Once we come to church, we get distracted. You are fighting for something. Little wind just blew. You've been carried away. How deliberate are you shoot of his presence. Jesus said, this woman prepared herself. She prepared herself from home. She meant what she was saying to herself. I need healing and therefore I have to go out. 
She didn't just, you know, walk to that premises. Suddenly, she saw Jesus coming. She was waiting. That is what I believe. She was waiting. She was ready. How intentional are you in seeking God? That he can transform your being. The essence of revival is for you to be like Jesus. Speak like Jesus. Walk like him. It's not all about power and anointing or falling on the ground. Yes, those things will come. But the essence is for you to represent him. When you walk in the street, they don't say there was a revival who, that took place in his nearness bungalow. But they will say that is the revival there. They look at you, they say, this guy, I knew him. Suddenly, I don't know what happened. Because he carries something different. When you become a reference point, that people don't need to open the scripture to see Jesus, but they see you, they say, ah, that is Christ-like. Your life become the scripture they read. This woman received her healing. But do you know this power that went out from Jesus now make this woman an evangelist? Because when a power go out of me into you, which means you, you are not just being healed, but you now possess the same power that heals you to enable someone else to be healed. You become a vessel of healing because you receive something tangible. Mind you, this is from Jesus. Pure. Look at what the next scripture said. Verse 47. Can we have verse 47 please? He said, when the woman realized that she could not do what? Stay hidden. She began to tremble and fell to her knees in front of him. The whole crowd heard her explain why she had touched him and that she had been what? Healed. It was instant healing. There, are, <laughs> there is something you have received when it begins to manifest you will try to hide them you will try to cover yourself you are just trying to be yourself but let me tell you that healing power that anointing that realm you have touched will definitely make you an evangelist you will testify. You go around telling people what the Lord has done. The Bible said she could not hide anymore. In other words, she'd been trying to heed this healing. But because the, the, the healing power was so much that she could not, you know, comprehend it. She just have to lash out. 
I said, oh, Lord Jesus. Look at what the Lord has done for me. What I've been waiting for for years. May that be your song. That you will sing and say, Lord, look at what you have done for me. You've been waiting for you to be free. You've been waiting for something to happen. But the Lord is saying, you're going to sing again. You're going to sing again. This woman, she was deliberate in her pursuit, in her seeking. And she received what had been stored for her. Yes, there was delay. Delay doesn't mean denying. You know, sometimes we said, ah, it took so much time. I don't know how long I'm going to wait again. But that delay, God is using that delay to prepare you. Okay. <laughs> Look at this. Do you know, we, we, many of us, we, we are so eager to step into some dimensions in the realm of the spirit. We want to operate in some certain levels. But yet, God is more interested in making you. If you are not well prepared, if you miss the process, God doesn't want any man to bring him disgrace. That is why he would never fail to take you through that process where he will cut, sanctify, purify your thoughts, your words, your action. Everything about you has to become new for you to be able to operate in that office that you've been longing for. Look at the life of David. David was anointed as a little boy. But when did he start functioning? It took years. Same with Jesus. Look at what happened here. I, I want you to turn your Bible with me to the book of Ezra. 7 verse 1. Ezra 7 verse 1. He said, many years later, during the reign of Artaxerxes of Pesha, there was a man named Ezra. He was the son of Sarah and son of Azera, a son of Helkal. The scriptures say, many years later, many years later, so the question here is, what has lingered so long that the scripture wrote and said many years later, which means there is something that could have been done that have not been done. There is a declaration that been uttered, let this thing take place. But yet, there was an opposition
That is why I said, your delay doesn't mean God have denied you. Your delay doesn't mean God has forgotten you. God was using that delay to prepare you. The King Cyrus gave a go-ahead for the temple to be rebuilt. But here, it took so many years because each time they attempt to complete it, there will always be an opposition that will come and cause that process to be stopped. Even Ezra in Babylon, I believe he might be talking to himself and like, why, why are we still here? Why is this thing taking too long? But in that process, God was making him. God was preparing him. Now, look at the next verse. Verse 6. We're going to jump to verse 6. Can we have the verse 6 of 7? It said, this Ezra was a scribe who was well versed in the law of Moses, which the Lord, the God of Israel, have given to the people of Israel. He came up from where? To Jerusalem from Babylon. And the king gave him everything he asked. Because why? The gracious hand of God was upon him. So in this process, Ezra went back. The Lord took him into a time of studying the scripture. He began to study the word. He began to dive deep into the word. Now at that moment, understanding was open to him. He has insight, revelation. He now knew this is the reason why we have not been able to get this mandate that has been released to us. Do you know the truth of the word of God is what gives you your freedom. You don't study the word. Let me tell you. You will still be down you still hold yourself. But when you study the word of God, when you meditate on it, your eyes will be open to what I've been freely given to you. This man saw something in his time of studying the word. There are so many blessings God have released for you. But because you have not been able to identify them in your place of studying the word. There are revelation that comes from studying the word. There are insight that comes from studying the word. You are not supposed to be where you are. You are supposed to ascend to your next level. But yet, nothing is happening. Why is everything so stagnant? 
Because you are not paying attention from the written word of God. You are not paying attention. Ezra took his time. The Bible said that he was so versed in the law of God. Which means nothing that is as confusion to him anymore. The scripture said that Daniel understood by what? Reading of the word. That a time Jerusalem has to be free. He understood and he went instantly and began to pray. My question here is, what have you understood? What have you understand? Has there been a time that you are studying your word? It pops up in your mind, Tim, that this scripture is talking to you. This is me. This is what my family is supposed to look like. This is what my church is supposed to look like. This is where my nation ought to be. My state shouldn't have such a man sitting in the seat of power. But because your eyes is not open to the word and you cannot see the errors around you. Yes, I know you receive from this gracious order. But what about your quiet time when nobody sees you. That is only you and Abba. The Holy Ghost whisper into your spirit and tell you, son, study the scripture. Do you know the more you study, the more you look into the word of God, the more the Holy Ghost begin to give you verses to study. I don't know if it happens to you. If I read scripture now, finish, spend time I'm riding on the road. The Holy Spirit will tell me, Isaiah 69. Write it down on my phone. I'll go home. I will study it. Studying the word of God causes the gracious hand of God to be upon you. When you study the word, you know the truth. The scripture said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. Does Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego know the truth? Yes. Because they knew the truth. They were able to come out from their exile into the burning furnace fire and they came out untouched. Now, the truth himself, do you know the, the truth you hear, the scripture, the truth is a being, is a spirit, is an entity, is an author himself which is Jesus because they knew Jesus and they said we will not bow and the truth himself said ah because you know me because you acknowledge me I'm going to walk with you in the fire the truth was there with them in the fire 
And you know what happened? When they came out, not revealing a smoke on their turban or even their, their clothes, they were like, nothing has ever happened. That is what truth does for you. The scripture said that this Ezra, he came up from Babylon to what? Jerusalem. It was the truth that he knew that brought him out from that exile which he was. Without knowing that truth, without sitting that truth, the gracious hand of God wouldn't arrest upon him. I pray and I declared that you will study the word that you will become in sync with the word. That the gracious hand of God will rest upon you. And cause everything that the Lord have released to you to be made known to you. And you will receive it in the name of Jesus. The scripture says, because what? The gracious hand of God. The gracious hand of the Lord, his God, was upon him. May the gracious hand of God rest upon you. Next verse. Verse 7. Now look at this. It says some of the people of Israel as well as some of the priests, Levites, singers, gatekeepers, the temple servant, travel up to Jerusalem with him in the seventh year of king reigned. Now look at this. This is, I love this place so much. That is why I told you initially that the healing the woman of issue of blood received make her an evangelist. Make her a vessel of healing. She becomes a reference point of how Jesus loves and healed. Now look at the life of Ezra. When he studied the word, he knew the truth. And the truth becomes the gracious hand of God and rest upon him. It was not just only him who left Babylon. Ah, do you know each of you are deliverers? The Bible said that some of people of Israel, they went along with him. And some priests. Ah. There are many families. There are people. Do you know most of you nation are waiting for you? Most of you, you are the answer to your family. I, I wish you understand what God has destined you for. That your eyes of the spirit will open. You will see you are not just an ordinary person. Let me tell you. There's something you need to understand. Your calling. Your office. 
It's only you can operate there. If you fail, Aish. Do you know why we have a very wrong environment where a lot of negative things happen? Drugs, sex, name all the bad things you can hear. is because the family that was raising their children could not fight. They could not stand up and protect their home. It takes a righteous home to build a righteous community. It takes a righteous community to build a righteous state. It takes a righteous state to build a righteous nation. The word said, charity begins at home. You don't start giving from outside, right? You do your homework. You make sure that none of my family members fall sick. Can you stop them before they stop you? Can you become, look at, look at here. See what happened here. Priest. Among them was priest. Most of you pastors here, even those that are watching online, your duty is to revive other pastors. You are, you are pastor to other pastors. You are called to change the way they preach. To change the way they conduct the services. You are called to change their understanding. See, let me tell you. Every man has his own fault. Every man has his own weak part. But God is waiting for you as a woman of God. And God is telling you, this is your duty. I want you to go and speak to that woman. Can you just write a few words and send on her Instagram or on her WhatsApp? That is where your ministry are. Look at the Levites. The singers. The worshiper in the house. Let me tell you. You are not called to perform. You are not called because you have a good voice. Your songs should revive the kind of worship we have in our nation. He when you are walking with a lion, a sheep that is walking with a lion, in a due time, the sheep begin to roar like the same lion. His attitude change. It doesn't behave like sheep anymore. Because why? He's walking with a lion. The personality of a lion overtake that sheep. When Ezra was going out from his Exile from his lack, from his discouragement. Aish, let me tell you, this is what the Holy Spirit is saying. I don't know why the word comes now. Some of you, you are, you are looking for comfort in a wrong place. I don't know who, I don't know who the Lord is talking to. You are seeking for comfort in a wrong place. You cannot find comfort there. It's impossible. Go before him. Cry out to him. Lord, I know I'm broken. I know I can't do it on my own. I need your comfort. 
Some of you, you are seeking for love, acceptance in the wrong place. Ha. Ah. <laughs> no man will accept you like God accepts you. No one will love you like the way Jesus loves you. The Bible said his arm is wide open. He's just saying, son, daughter, come. Here I am. Let's commune together. And Ezra, worshippers, you know, thank God for the prophecy that came. The Lord said that <laughs> worship is going to marry with prayer. Ah, shatalabayika. That is going to change the kind of worship you hear in the church from this house. How intentional are you? How are you intentional in pursuit to be Ezra that could change when you write a song? People look at your lyrics, they're like, Oh my goodness, who writes such lyrics? They listen to your songs, the Holy Ghost swept over them. Men are being convicted. Let me give you testimony. The first time I listened to Theophilus Sunday, I tell you, I couldn't sit. I was just walking, weeping because of the atmosphere, because of the power, because of the authority that he carries. Do you know songs are spirit? Oh, you thought, let me tell you, the word which you speak is a personality, is a being. When the Lord said, let there be light, that word has foot. He walked and created the light. <laughs> Jesus, the scripture say, why Jesus was yet speaking, the same time the servant got healed, the word is so fast than anything you can think of. Why do you think some parents they speak negative words on their children when they grew up? Perhaps the parents said you will never make it in life. God forbid. That would not come out from your mouth. And that parent said that word. When that child grew up let me tell you what happened. That word comes and stood in front of that child. I said, I was there. Your mom released me. I'm standing. You cannot cross this line. There is what has been spoken over you. I am that word. He said, you will not make it. Anything you lay your hands to do, that word will destroy it. Until the one who spoke that word undo what she has spoken by saying hi why do you think the bible says respect your mother and father so that your days will be long words are so strong words are so powerful as you sing 
you are releasing spirit of healing. They go, as someone is listening, the healing is flowing. As they listen, deliverance. As they listen, their pain are being. That is what God used Ezra. If it happened on that day, which means it's possible today because we are living on that grace. It's much, much possible today. David played the string and saw, thought, that was just a string. No! That was a weapon of warfare. gatekeepers who are the intercessors here how many of you know that you are a gatekeeper for this city for this nation are you ready to pull other gatekeepers to journey along with you if you know your duty if you know who you are I'll tell you no demon will have access to your terrain without you knowing. Even before they come, you release a word. Let me tell you, where I live now presently, I'm saying this to encourage you so that you can long for more. You can hunger for more. If a dog back or a bird make a noise, I know what it meant. I know when a certain spirit comes in, I can hear it in my spirit. This one come to destroy destiny. I go speak in tongue, declare word. Right now, I command this atmosphere, all the demons, leave before you've been caged. Angels, move now. Within a second, as I release that word, everywhere is quiet. Know the authority you carry. If you don't have, if you haven't seen it, if it's still dormant inside, cry out to Abba. Cry out. Unlock! There is deep well inside of you. Imagine the whole you. You are bigger than the whole universe. If the one who manifests the universe lives inside of you, you should imagine how mighty you are. He's just waiting for you to release the word. Ah. Workforce team. I, I just want to pick it one by one so that you know what you are all to do. Whatever you are serving, know that you are a deliverer of that section. That even as a workforce team, it, it, the scripture called them the temple servant. That you are not just carrying the camera. You are not just serving the wine and the bread. You are not just, you know, doing the hospitality. But at the same time, ah, before any fall sick amongst you, you are already there to stop it. Before any of you loses their job, 
you call the person I say I release this word over you you shall not lose your job ah thank you Lord Jesus Can we have verse 8? He said, Ezra arrived in Jerusalem in August of that year. Next verse, please. He had arranged to leave Babylon on April 8, the first day of the new year, and he arrived at Jerusalem on August 4th. For he, for what? Was? So, number one thing I want you to notify here is that there is sense of what? There has to be order. When Ezra started the word, he knows the truth. He understood also there is orderliness in heaven. He, wouldn't, he didn't just, you know, pops up in one day and said, okay, I'm going. He set a plan. He said, okay, there has to be a strategic plan. When the gracious hand of God is upon you, you plan and you excel in your plans because the Holy Ghost will definitely help you. Is the gracious hand that is upon you. He left and he arrived. So in other words, his exit from Babylon did not end on the way. He got to his destination. When the gracious hand is, of God is upon you, there is no way that you will start something and end on the way. When you start, when you start, you will definitely finish it. Maybe you start a business or you are doing a course or you are working, you thought, oh, it's becoming too hard on me. I think it's going to end here. Let me tell you that this grace, this grace, he said, you are working progress in the hands of God. He that start the good work in you will surely finish it. Because he never leaves you on the way. Why? Because you know the truth. You have touched the truth. You have walked with the truth. You are not just making your plans blindfoldedly. But you are so convinced. Ezra has to travel for three months. But yet, there was no opposition. He travel freely and get to his destination.
I pray that everything that you have started in your life, every journey you have embarked on, that you get to your destination in the name of Jesus. Nothing will hold you on the way. That promise the Lord has given to you, you will see it come to pass. Ah. I don't know the prophecy that has been released upon you. But understand this. You will live to see those prophecies come to pass. When the gracious hand of God is upon you, that gracious hand, it quickens your legs to walk. You are weak. He will give you strength to walk again. When you lack words, that gracious hand of God. Jer Jeremiah said to the Lord, Ah, Lord, I can't speak. I'm a little boy. But when the gracious hand of God come upon him, his mouth was wide open throughout the whole day until the community came the next day and Jeremiah continued to prophesy. I pray and I declare, wherever you have lack words to speak, may the Lord give you utterances in the name of Jesus. Words that will break chains. Words that will bring freedom. Words that will bring joy. Words that will bring comfort. Words that will bring healings. In the name of Jesus. The gracious hand of God is the same one that took Ezekiel, carried him, and showed him, servant, this is dry bone. May you see those areas around you that is dried that need to come back to a life because you have the words inside of you. The gracious hand will carry you. You will see the fault. You will see the mistakes. You will see. Let me tell you, there are some settings, error that is holding you back from your promotion. But you are not even aware this is error. You are seeing it, you just see it as normal thing. I don't a promotion is waiting for you. Aye. But you, you don't know that the way you conduct yourself in the office, how you do things, people are saying his character is what is holding him back. What is HR? What does HR do in the office? I'm just hearing this HR. Huh? Human resources. I don't know the promotion that is waiting for you. <laughs> Serious, I don't know the promotion. I don't know what God wants to do for you. Where you are working. But something is holding you back. May the Lord open your eyes to see that error that you will get promoted to the next level. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Shadabala diadabadagada. Erabashan telemeno. Verse 10, please. 
the Bible said everything that Ezra has been able to receive what has happened to Ezra his encounters his ability to carry people out from their bondage for Ezra to excel and arrive to the right destination that the Lord have ordained for him is one reason. Read it with me. This was because Ezra have determined to study and obey the law of the Lord. Leave it there first. Look at the scripture well. Let the Lord minister to you for a minute. He decided. He determined. He said, yes, I know. Do you know there are areas God is waiting for you to correct. There are things, errors you have seen, but you are saying, but I'm not in that position to do it. Can you hit yourself and say, I have determined to do it. Even if I'm not there, I can go on my knees and change the course of time. Ezra, the scripture say, he determined to study. Remember, we start with what? Studying of the word with Ezra, right? There is the reason why God hands have been so gracious upon him. He studied the word. He didn't end in just studying the word. He said, I will obey. How many times yesterday Pastor Clifford was speaking about instruction. Instruction. Many times God has given us instruction. We don't want to obey them. We give excuses. We linger. This man did not just study the word. But he obeyed the word. God is calling us back to the place of obedience. That you don't just read the word and get instruction. And say I don't think God is speaking to me on this aspect. There are some steps God wants you to take. Can you love your enemy and pray for them when God give you that instruction? Some of us will say, ah, no, I can't do this. Why should I pray for them? Like Jonah. Because Jonah, go to Nineveh, deliver the message. Like these guys have dealt with us. Why do you want me to help them to be free from your punishment? We always want to celebrate our enemy's pain. And that is not the heart of God. If you did not pick anything from what I share today, Jesus wants you to represent him. By you determining your heart said, I will study this word. I will obey this word. And I know when I do, your gracious hand will be upon me. It will cause things to turn around. 
And the Bible said, and teach those decrees and regulations to the people of Israel. So it's not just all about you studying and obeying to benefit yourself. Can you ask the Lord to open your eyes to see someone that needs correction, someone that needs help, someone that is down, so you can release the same word that have caused you to have the gracious hand of God to also fall upon them. Ezra determined, like, he's saying that the whole Israel have to know you. I determined that the whole Israel have to obey you. They will not just know you, but they will obey you. That is the hard cry for revival. Are you crying saying, Lord, give me Asia or leave me alone? What are you crying for? What is your hunger? What is your cry? What is your determination? Are you crying, Lord, give me this state? He said, Joshua, wherever you step your feet, I'll give it to you as an inheritance. Ask, it shall be given unto you. The question here is, what is your determination? What have you determined to do for God? Is your desire same with the desire of God? Are you desiring for you to be wealthy? To have the best life? Just for you to be healed? But you are not caring about the person next to you. That this person also needs help. Let me tell you, whenever I walk in the street of Bangalore and see sick people, more especially lames, I feel so bad. I want to see them walk. I want to see India known as God's own country. What are you crying for? We should overshoot our desire to ask God, give us Asia. Yes, I know people are crying in China saying, Lord, revive our nation. Can we join with them with our determination? Say, Lord, this is what we have determined. Ah. Have you gone to hospitals? Have you gone to hospital just you drove down to hospital and you walked around? What do you see? Are you happy by the sick people that you see? Families are crying, weeping. You are not able to see that accident. You are not able to see that sickness that the enemy wants to release in our nation. You are not able to see those evil steps our government wants to take. We have not determined in us what is the mind and the will of God. We cry for revival. Let the revival come. If the revival is dealing with your character, can you become that vessel that will help those outside there? That you go to your school. 
you began to pray. You know those friends of mine, they smoke. And this is at their age. They are not supposed to smoke. You began to pray. I decree this addiction you shall go. You walk into your vicinity or your compound. You notice one of my neighbors is limping. This is not how this woman walk. What has happened? You go on your knees. You don't care if your children have eaten food. You go on your knees. You say, Lord, I decree. I know her by name. By tomorrow, I want to see her walk. You command that bone to be restored. You forget about yourself. And you walk with the mind of God. 